further analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene, I'm joined by Makwe Maslela from Makwe Fund Managers. Makwe, always a pleasure and a happy Monday to you. Afternoon and happy Monday to you and to the viewers. All right, Makwe, I mean, the week has just started, but I think uh, we are anticipating a lot uh, this week. So maybe let's start off there. We are expecting central bank decisions, the Bank of England, uh, the Bank of Japan, uh, here at home, uh, the Fed. It is a big one. Let's just talk about um, these and what the markets are anticipating. You know, after last week that we've seen the European Central Bank increasing by 25 basis points, but signaling that they might there might have been peaking when it comes to increasing interest rates. People expect that Wednesday that the Fed will definitely pause. But now Thursday, you've got the big Bank of England. We expect them to increase because we know that their inflation is still the highest among the G7 members. And South Africa, we expect that maybe our Reserve Bank as well will join the likes of the Fed and at least give us a, a pause come Thursday. But the likes of Bank of Japan, we've seen now lately, the guys are starting to indicate that there might be a shift from the negative interest rates. So we expect them to continue to see signal that they are well determined that later this year or early next year they will start at least increasing their interest rates and when it comes to the bank of china as well on friday we don't expect to see them moving as we know that they've been trying to stimulate the economy and now and then they will introduce some mini stimulus and the latest one was that reduction of 25 basis points when it comes to the reserve requirements that needs to be held by the banks can you just to pause a little bit on what's happening here at home, Makwe? I mean, for me as a consumer, what is uh, worrying me a little bit is fuel um, and how fuel has a ripple effect on all other items. So I'm wondering if you're uh, similarly concerned. The rand is just battling. We have those OPEC production cuts and all of it really feeding into very steep increases for us here at home. And definitely it's not helping as we're talking today that oil prices continue to go up and all because, as you said, you know, that almost 1.3 million barrels per day cut by Saudi Arabia and Russia. And now people start to see that almost every second week or bi-weekly we're getting China to come with stimulus. So if they continue at that rate, probably there will be some demand coming out of China. So now as well, we've seen that the U.S. economy so far has been resilient. So the long and short is that people continue to expect more of a deficit when it comes to supply. Hence, we expect to see oil prices remaining at elevated levels. And as you are saying, with a weaker rent, unfortunately, doesn't work for us as South African consumers. I must also ask you about that auto strike we're seeing in the United States and if that's uh, meant to have some sort of a material effect on the strength of that economy. Of course, we know that the U.S. has lots of room for interest rate increases and their job numbers still looking reasonably strong, for instance. I'm wondering if the auto strike could be a downer for the U.S. economy that markets could be continuing with. Or is this something that is just uh, a sectorial in nature, isn't meant to have a ripple effect on other parts of that economy? We don't expect that to have a ripple effect when it comes to the general economy unless if it gets to be uh, prolonged then definitely it will start to have a serious impact i think what market should be concerned about when it comes to the us is that we've got almost two weeks you know before the guys get to agree on the defense spending budget because or else the guys might have to come to a form of a lockdown but the strike as it is now i don't think it does have an, an impact for now Let's touch now on, uh, I think, a big news of the JSC. Bob Van Dyke is stepping down uh, from a process in NASPAS. I mean, I'm looking at the share prices, Makwe. They haven't moved, um, you know, as much as I would have expected here. We have NASPAS down just over 2%. I think uh, a process down just over 1%. It is a big uh, news story, but um, 
wondering if markets anticipated this um, or if markets might even have been rooting for it, especially those that are invested in an Aspas and process. Shareholders have not been happy with him. The guy will come with structures, then after two years or so, undo the structure. The current one is this uh, cross-shareholding, and people have been complaining, you know, that you're still not doing enough or the right things to be able to unlock shareholders' value. This whole thing is all because of Tencent value. Other businesses don't show. I mean, trading at a discount of just around 50% cannot be nice. And the guy has just been pushed. He didn't enjoy his rugby game yesterday. There's no way you can just go today just like that and i think markets are getting more of a comfort from the fact that this chief investment officer will be taking on but what will be more important to see whether will they take him on a permanent basis don't forget that this guy was not meant to be the ceo of proxas in 2019 the guy was supposed to be the ceo just died you know mysteriously i think it was antonia rose something like that he was supposed to be the ceo of Naspas, but not of proxas very, very interesting dynamic. They will be watching exactly what happens now that there will be a change of leadership there. Makwe, let's talk Oceana now. Uh, they've also come out with uh, an update for us. They are seeing higher selling prices. I'm sure they just uh, got to a point where they couldn't absorb any more of that inflation, but also now lower volumes. Um, I'm wondering what the thoughts are that I always think of Lucky Star, which is supposed to be an affordable staple in many homes of South Africans. And of course, uh, if the increase in the price of Lucky Star is a bit unfortunate, isn't it? It is unfortunate, but demands continue to be there because people still see it and as a very affordable way to get our proteins. And yes, the selling price has been increased, the weaker end, but that was not enough, you know, to deal with these inflationary pressures, especially coming from the likes of energy. And it's not surprising that, yes, we continue to see the likes of the U.S. operations be affected as well negatively because people worried about the average uh, uh, what do you call it, water temperature also, the abnormal low levels of water that side, Hague as well being affected because of less sea days and also because of uh, the catchment rates have been so low. But the all in all is that the guys are happy to have high inventories because they anticipate that the demand will continue to pick up. Let's talk Monday now. I'm actually uh, quite impressed with Monday. We have many uh, companies that had to exit Russia, but of course, uh, some of them had to eventually just write off the operations and basically give them away at nothing. But Monday has kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, been in the storm and they've managed now to uh, let go of the asset, I think, at a reasonable amount. It may not be book value, it may not be fair value, but it's uh, better than what we've seen. Uh, Mark, we're keen to get your thoughts on that. Better, much better than expected. And as we are saying, compared to other companies, the guys have just done badly. But yes, the question here is, if things get to stabilize, if maybe this whole thing gets to come to an end, is Monday positioning themselves in such a way that they can be able to buy it back or the other guys, maybe for them just to give it away. That's saying, you know what, maybe in the next coming two, three years, we'll have a better discussion with whoever managed to buy us. But yes, Monday, they need that cash. And you know, as any company in an environment where interest rates continue to go up and if you have some decent balance sheet and be able to reduce your, your debt much better and maybe you can even reward shareholders by giving them special dividend or maybe you reward those long-term shareholders by doing some share buybacks. Um, Mark, I'd like to get your stock back in a bit but first I'd like us to maybe reflect on some counters that have found favor with your industry peers. Let's do that. I've got one of our bigger positions in our, in our portfolios and that is uh, SAPI, the South African listed um, paper and pulp producer. Uh, we like SAPI because it's currently trading on a very underwhelming forward earnings multiple of around five times on what appears to be bottom of the half earnings. 
uh, sorry, bottom of the cycle earnings. Um, so you say it's fairly cyclical business, uh, but it's it's balance sheets in is it's not in a very it's not in a weak position. So we think it'll be able to ride out this part of the cycle, um, and as the cycle turns, which they they typically do, uh, we think the outlook for the for SAPI's earnings will improve, and we think the market's uh, rating of of SAPI will also improve. So even though you saw uh, some uh, uh, negative effects after from First Rand's numbers, we still think that you're going to get a really good uh, dividend from SA Banks. And you know, after a pullback in in First Rand, uh, you know, I think First Rand is still a good bet. If you can get it anywhere close to 70 or 69, 70 Rand, I think that you're going to have a good investment there over the next year, year and a half, and it's something you can add to your portfolio. And I'll go for Impala. I'll go for the slightly more marginal share. I mean, I know it's run strongly over the last couple of days, but maybe this was the bottom. If it was the bottom, well, it doesn't matter whether it was the bottom or not. The yeah. upside potential is significant over the next two or three years. So I'll go for Impala. All right, Mark, where's Sappy, First Rand and Implants? Keen to get your thoughts on some of these counters. Sappy looks okay, you know, but it all depends on this volatile economic or macroeconomic conditions, especially when you look into whether the Chinese economy will really get to recover or how resilient the U.S. economy is, because those two will unfortunately have a positive or negative impact when it comes to other economies. So, yes, it does look cheap by all means. And the likes of First Rand, I'm not too convinced, you know. Yes, currently we can say that they are non-performing loans. They make just around 3.8% you know of their loan advances but given this high interest rates and we know that they don't buy it immediately given this high cost of living will get to get to a point where the impairments gets to be much bigger and as it stands now we know that the south african consumers continue to struggle including the businesses let alone the fact that the government itself does not have money because now lately they're no longer borrowing a week almost two billion i mean 12 billion they're starting to borrow almost 14 billion so the outlook for the sa economy not looking that great and unfortunately it will affect the consumers and yeah in balance it is now my problem is that going forward we expect to have a large surplus when it comes to the platinum and we've seen that the likes of rhodium because this is part of the pgm the prices they've been going down we don't see what is it that will push them up and with now this whole demand when it comes to electric vehicles remember platinum itself it has to be used you know to try to help with the uh, vehicles the emissions thereof so but we see people seriously moving into platinum we expect demand will still be there but not at that high rate so i'll just be too skeptical as well to get involved in the likes of impala Wonderful, Mark. We're going to get your stock pick uh, this Monday afternoon. Which count are you going with? I'll go with Discovery. Yes, we know the conditions are not that easy, very challenging. But looking to the bank, going to attract the right customers because they've got a very quality uh, uh, category of customers. You look as well into UK. They continue to benefit, you know, from that high premium inflation indexation and also vitality global, you know, the good investment returns when it comes to the markets. That boosts well for them. And they expect their normal headline and especially to increase nicely by 35%. Well, it's always a pleasure catching up with you, Mark. Thank you so much for starting us off for this week. Have a great one further. That was your Midday Markets Update with Makwe Masilela from Makwe Fund Managers.